Hello there, lovely listener. I'm taking a short breather to recharge and bring you even more valuable bookkeeping and business matters. During my quick hiatus, let's revisit a fan favorite from our podcast vault. It's all about pricing for profit and avoiding costly mistakes. This is essential for every business owner to be across. Enjoy this episode flashback and I'll be back with you soon with fresh content to supercharge your financial journey. Welcome to Your Bookkeeping Matters. I'm your host, Lisa Turner, a professional bookkeeper, registered bass agent, and your small business cheerleader and mentor. I'm also a wife and mum to two little people. This podcast is for small business owners who want to manage their numbers the right way. It will be short and sweet episodes each week on business and bookkeeping matters in an easy to understand way with real quick tips or changes you can put in place having a huge positive impact at the same time up-leveling yourself so you can be in control and confident that you know your bookkeeping matters. Let's dive into this week's episode. Good morning or afternoon to you whenever you're listening. Thanks for popping me in your ears for a topic I love chatting about and making huge differences to small businesses and their bank balance, and that is profitability. Working with hundreds of clients and different business industries and models over the years, I have seen so many different ways business owners work out their pricing and then, of course, the mistakes they've made along the way. I want to share my super simple pricing process with you and some key mistakes so you can avoid them because it doesn't matter if you have $10 million in sales, if you have only made a teeny amount of profit, no profit or worse yet, a loss, what was the point of it all? Would you rather have $50,000 in sales and $15,000 profit or half a million dollars in sales and only $1,500 profit? I've seen and heard both of these along with so many other scary scenarios and I know which one I would personally rather. Pricing your products or services can actually be one of the hardest parts of running your small business because there is no exact science to it and it is different for every single person, but the foundations are the same. And I have a simple four-step process, which myself and many other advisory businesses use exactly the same. Now, step one is to start with your costs, and I mean all of them. Don't forget to include the packaging, the postage, your time or your employees' wages to pick and pack if you're product-based. If you're service-based, again, still include your time or your wage that you want to be paid for the job and any employee or contractor costs. And when I'm talking about costs, I mean relating to the product or service that you're selling. Write them all down. If you have loads of different products, yes, this could be pretty time consuming, but you do need to do it. You might be on a great inventory platform that would do some of the heavy lifting here, but it can't do all of it for you. 
And you can get super detailed here breaking down costs, but we'll keep it pretty basic to start with, your main items. So as you get bigger and more confident and more costs, there are lots of ways to break these costs right down and allocate them to the items. But for now, we'll just concentrate on the main ones that are direct costs relating directly to what you sell. Oh, and when I talk about your time or your wages, if you're a sole trader, you're not on wages, but you do want to show some income and pay yourself by taking money out. So that's why you can put a cost amount in for your time to help work out the costs of that product or service so that you have more income overall as the sole trader. And if you're a company, you should be on wages. So you'll know how much you're paying yourself there. Step two, add your profit on top of those costs. Let's say the costs total up to $500, including the products, if it's products you sell, plus your time and any related employee wages, and you want to make a 20% profit. Add on the 20%, $100, and you have your sale price of $600, which means you've covered your costs, including the labor and the wages, And you have some cream on top, your profit, because you need profit to pay your other bills and grow your business. Step three, if you're registered for GST, that's goods and services tax in Australia, you need to add on another 10%, else that tax eats straight into the profit that you just put onto your pricing. It is a gigantic mistake to do all this wonderful pricing work to find out your $600 and then charge that, including GST. If you didn't add on enough profit, you could actually be selling the product or doing the service at a loss. Step four, and this is pretty important, set regular pricing reviews. Pricing is not a set and forget exercise because your costs change. You get a new supplier, do a quick review on your pricing, make sure you're still selling at a profit. And you should also do increases as your knowledge and service increases and improves. You might hear pricing done a completely different way, but this is my way and it works well for everyone that uses it. It might not be for you, so tweak it to what works. I always start with the costs and work my way up. I've seen it done the other way around where you start with what you want to sell for and then you struggle to keep costs under that and end up with no profit. If you would like a really simple tool to help you work out all these costs and what to add on top, I have a free pricing calculator that you can grab at accountedforyou.com.au forward slash pricing calc and you can get that link in the show notes as well. Now, something that can be pretty controversial when working out your costs, please don't price based on what other businesses are charging. They're not you. They don't have the same costs. They don't have the same knowledge or expertise or customer service as you. Everything you do and bring to your business is unique. I get it though. You can definitely do some marketing research so you feel comfortable with your pricing. But if you work out that you want to make 20% profit and your sale price is $600 and then you look at someone else selling for $550, so you bump yours down to that as well or even lower thinking people will buy from you because you're cheaper, 
please make sure that is actually the best strategy to use because like I said, you have different costs and bumping it down, even just that little bit, might even have you selling just at break even or even worse at a loss. Sell your uniqueness, not cheaper prices because I guarantee you more people than you think actually avoid the cheapest product or service and go for the next one up or even the more premium one. Depending on you and what you sell and your ideal clients, remember I said every business is unique, so price to suit you. If it turns out you are the best, cheapest, lowest price, whatever you want to call it, and that actually fits your pricing model, is that a hint that maybe you should even bump your prices up a little bit so that you aren't the cheapest? Because you don't want to undervalue the market as well. But it can be a really slippery slope pricing to match others. So my recommendation is to not look too often and be proud and confident in yourself and your pricing. You've probably guessed a few of the mistakes I want you to avoid as I touched on some of them already, with one being not including your own time in your costs. As the business owner, and especially when you're just starting out, it's easily missed to include your time in the costs and you end up with like a little $10 profit and nothing to pay yourself. So don't make that mistake and include your time or wages when working out your costs. The next giant mistake I see is discounting. Now, this can be a very clever tool for your business. Bundle discounts, sales, discontinued items, promos, and there is lots of times throughout the year that it's expected for you to have a sale if you're product-based. My advice to you with discounting is to do your numbers. If you don't have enough cream or profit in there, don't discount because there is never a time that you have to discount. So if you don't want to, then don't. When I say do your numbers, let's look at a product that costs $100 and it sells for $115. That's 15% profit or markup. Now it's Christmas and you want to do a sale and you think, well, 10% is a nice discount and I do have 15% profit in there, so I'll still make 5% on these sales. Wrong. Discounts are different to profit markups. Profit markup is adding on to a lower figure of $100 plus 15%. Discount is the other way around, starting with a higher figure, $115 less 10%. So 10% is not $10, it's $11.50 because you're looking at a percentage of a higher amount. So if you offer the 10% discount, you'll only be making $3.50 profit on that item instead of the $5 that you thought you were going to be. Seems small, why worry about it? But when you add it all up and you sold 50 of that product and you only made 50 times $3.50, which is $175, was it worth selling 50 of those things, all your time and effort, and you only made $175 profit? have a think on that one. That's why it's really important to do your numbers before offering discounts or sales. So maybe a 5 or 7% discount would be better if you absolutely had to do a sale. You will know the answer to what works best for you. Don't get caught out where your discount ends up selling your product below cost. It happens and I don't want that to be you. 
If you sell something for $50 and it costs you $45 and you think, oh, 15% sounds like a nice discount, guess what? You're selling below cost. You're paying the clients to take your products. And the last mistake I want you to never, ever do again is not adding on profit when working out your sales price. Always add profit on working out your costs and then it covers your wages and everything means you're cutting it awfully thin, no wiggle room for even any slight fluctuation in any other costs and no profit. Did you start a business to run break even? I would say heck no to that. So you need profit to grow. You need profit for other expenses. You need profit to build up savings, to invest in other areas of the business. And if you're listening to this episode, you do want a price for a profit. So don't be so fixated on big sales or revenue numbers. The bottom line or the profit is where it's at. Remember back at the start, I know which one I would rather be, the $50,000 in sales and the $15,000 profit. So calculate your costs, then add your profit on, then add GST on if you're registered and review it regularly. If you find out you got it wrong when you do a review, it's all part of the learning. Tweak the prices and keep going. We all make mistakes and you don't have to leave your prices locked in for a year. You can increase them anytime you like. If you're service-based, just make sure you stick to what's in your client agreement in terms of price increases and notice, but you can instantly use your updated prices for new clients as they come on board. Don't go crazy and review and change them every week. Be realistic because you also don't want to upset or frustrate your customers with constant changes. Now, if you've got any questions or want to do some more work on pricing, my digital course, Power Numbers, would be perfect for you. To jump on the wait list or dive in if the doors are currently open, head over to accountedforyou.com.au forward slash pin, where you can find loads of information on the topics we covered together. If you're loving these snackable episodes, hit subscribe to make sure you know your bookkeeping matters. And I will chat to you next week. Thanks for being here with me.